Hello everyone, this is Rafa speaking. I would like to make a small amendment to the episode um, regarding Amnesty International. From what I understood after being contacted by their board is that um, the actual amount of events that they are organizing and people that are joining them increased, um, especially in the past months. It was just a misunderstanding during the live show. Um, among the actions they did was the protest for refugees, the Women's March, but also they were apparently one of the main financial contributors to Black Lives Matter protests. So they are doing fine. You should check them out, go to their website, go to their page, support them and join all of their actions. There's next one coming on the 21st of June, as far as I'm concerned. So with all that being said, please enjoy the show and see you next week. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. This is Rafa speaking, SRM on air, 107.5, RTV Maastricht. Um, it's been a while since we've been in the studio. Um, for the past few months, we are actually making pre-recorded content, content and sending it to you guys, I mean to the RTV. So it might be a bit rough episode, especially that it's me, I'm 30. It's a candid episode. A candid episode, indeed. Um, so with me in the studio, we have Anastasia. Hello. Hello, Anastasia. Um, Elinis. 
It's pronounced Ellie Nice. Ellie Nice. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm terrible with names, it's generally okay. speaking. It's okay. um, you're representing um, Amnesty, I think, international, or yes. Yeah, and the just generally the Black Lives Matter mm -hmm, of movement. Mm -hmm. And Janneke? Pronounced well. Yeah. Pronounced well. <laughs> yeah, well, with Dutch names it's easier. Which organization are you from, actually? I'm with the International Socialists. Mm -hmm. I, say, I would say Intsok. Intsok. Mm. Yeah. Those, those are the times to actually have socialists. Uh, next to me, still respecting the social distancing, my co-tech, Helena. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. So that will be everyone. Um, so guys, girls, actually, I'm the only guy in the studio. Um, I wanted to talk about activism, activists, um, not referring to any specific causes because there's actually many of them nowadays the black lives matter is actually like very predominant because of the what happened to george floyd what's happening in the us right now with the protests and whatnot um but i would like to have a bit different angle i would like to see um what makes people activists uh, what motivates them to i don't know stand up go to the protests what are the ways to become activists is it just the protesting or are there like other ways to be more proactive And we are going to start with some personal experiences as well. So like, I would like to know what motivated you, Anastasia. Um, I definitely, I don't know if I would call myself an activist. Yeah, are I you try, an activist or not? That's a good question. I, I do try to be active. Um, like I've, I've done what I could, like in high school, I canvassed um, for my local representative when um, she was running. Um, like here, I'm active in like left life and I try to be a person who can help plan events or be active um, at an event. Um, I also try my best to be supportive of my friends who take a much more organizational role in these things. Um, just because like I, I planning and organizing things aren't my favorite thing to do. Um, so if there are alternate ways of which I can help, I'm so happy to do that. So I don't think I would call myself in conclusion, I don't think I would call myself an activist, mm -hmm. but I do always seek to be an active participant in my own life, which I think is very important. Okay. Ellie Nice? Do you are you an activist? I, I also agree. I don't really think I'm an activist. I think I'm just more active. Mm -hmm. And I think like what drives me is, I don't know, I think the world is so messy. And if you're like, like a woman or a person of color, and if you're from a developing country, and it's just like so much sometimes, and it can get so overwhelming, and you have so much like emotions, and you feel like You know that Katy Perry song where it's like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Mm. But like an angry plastic, plastic bag. bag. Yeah. <laughs> the plastic so, bag that wants to choke somebody. Plastic bag on fire, yeah. Oh, well, that escalated quickly, huh? Yeah. Okay, so all in all, we, we are so far active, but not really considering ourselves like fully blown activists. What about you, Janneke? I definitely am an activist. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So, yeah? Um, I, um, well... I'm a revolutionary socialist and I've been active in the city for a while now. Um, and I like to uh, also think on a strategical level, like what, what type of action would work better mm -hmm. and how can we also achieve uh, some uh, victories. Um, and basically today we had one of those victories. Mm -hmm. uh, come on, uh, it's a blast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the University of Maastricht spoke out against Zwarte Piet. Oh, for so once. Yeah, this is uh, a major, major step, so yeah, really that's, that's really brilliant. Yeah, That, that is amazing, actually, because I've been in Maastricht for, oh, this is my eighth year, and I remember people speaking against Svartebiet, and also a lot of students already back then, eight years ago, and there was never any clear action. And it was one of the demands. Uh, yeah, you it was, yeah. it was, and right. I was approached by, the, by someone who worked in the diversity office afterwards, and she told me to email her with the official demand. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really, really cool. I like protest work. That's that's yeah. true. Like protests, like actually, I would like later on um, because we're gonna have three different blocks. I would like to talk about yeah protests, but also like different sorts of actions. That, that that's where I will have mm -hmm. questions to you, Janneke. Like yeah. what other things can people do except for protesting, and do protests always work? Because there's probably a lot of protests that didn't work out. Like I was just thinking, like in the past 10-15 years, you had like Occupy Wall Street and whatnot. Those were great movements, and like they, I don't know, blocked a lot of places. But like, was the outcome adequate to the mm -hmm. movement mm -hmm. or not? So we're gonna be talking about that um, a bit later. So for the last minute of this book, um, Janneke, what do you think makes an activist? Since we agreed that we are most likely not activists, but 
the basic requirement? I mean, there are a lot of people who attend demonstrations once in a while, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you're dedicating part of your free time uh, on a regular basis, I, th- I, w- I would defi- uh, define that as uh, being an activist. Mm-hmm. Could be to a single issue, of course. It could also be like uh, overthrowing the system, which is uh, <laughs> <the> my case. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make a bunch of episodes on overthrowing the system. Um, but then what would be the difference between volunteer and activist? Or is it just interchangeable, you think? Um, I mean, there are also activists uh, active within NGOs, for example, or on a trade mm-hmm. union level. And they're being paid for being an activist. Um, I myself am not being paid, although the extreme right like to think that <laughs> that, that is oh, a fact, it's but it's the not the case. Well. It's not Soros who's paying my uh, my rent. Um, no, but um, I think either way you have activists, and um, mm-hmm. some some do it on a, on a voluntary base, and some uh, are so lucky to be paid indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually nothing wrong with being a paid activist. I mean, depends on who's paying you and what's your actual motivation behind it. So we shouldn't like stigmatize that. Um, we are going to get back to motivation behind being activists and like what makes us activists in the next block, actually. Um, what's the next song, Anastasia? Uh, the next song is Get Up, Get Into It, Get Involved by James Brown. And the song that we opened with um, was Cops with Guns Are the Worst, three exclamation points by Snotty Nose Res Kids. I'm sorry for missing no, that. Okay. I, I know you love this song. Yeah, I they're great. I blame it on being live, actually. <laughs> Let's listen to the song. Get up, get into it, and get involved.
James. We're going to get up, get into it, and get involved. Um, in this little segment, we wanted to talk about how how to get involved, how to get up into being active, and, and why these things are important. Um, can you guys offer some personal anecdotes about that? Like, how did, how did both of you want to take the step to put in this time, put in this effort to organize and to plan and to host events and to be present? Um, well, I, like I said before, I think because well, speaking about the, the Black Lives Matter protest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. earlier this week, because it affected me so deeply, I just could not. Like, yeah. I, I just felt like I had to. And it was also a very like therapeutic thing to do just because right now everything feels like such a huge mess. And like... It helped I, you to vent, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And maybe not exactly gain control, just like feel like I'm not a plastic bag, like I said before. Like I'm mm. doing something about it. So... Yeah. Did you have any background before? Like, what what are you studying actually? Like in Maastricht? European law. Okay. And um, I grew up in Oman, so it's not a dem- democracy. To- so technically, you're not allowed to protest, mm-hmm. and um, activism is a very like touchy subject. But I was very involved with like an amnesty group in my high school, and like groups that talked about racism. But it it wasn't exactly like. Um, I don't know hardcore activism. I think that's the wrong term. But like it wasn't exactly like actually doing something, but it was more about awareness and um and just like giving a platform for people to talk about issues. So it was more about awareness and education. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm here, something I'm really really excited about is just like 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 protests and mm-hmm. just doing things that lead more to action. Exactly. So like that's so that actually motivated your proactive approach. What about you, Janneke? Um, I think that people start off at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like some people, uh, you know, experience some sexual harassment and think like this is not okay, mm-hmm. or they see they witness indeed the lynching of uh, George Floyd on the news or via Facebook or, or, or whatever. Um, so there's always a starting point, and then it depends on the circumstances if people draw conclusions about the, 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 the bigger picture, so to say. And I think that if you're looking at the America, United States, this is the case. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, but more on a personal level, um, I was uh, brought up in uh, poor countries in uh, Africa and Asia. And so at a very young age, I also witnessed... Um, uh, inequality, deep, deep, deep inequality. Mm. And at the age of 11, 12, I came to the Netherlands. I mean, I've been here before, but uh, at the age of 12, I came to live here. And um, you can't see it by the, sk- the color of my skin, but I had to really to integrate into this society. You know, it's a typical thing that the right wants to uh, say, like, hey, that the people of a Moroccan descent have to integrate into society, etc. Mm. I think they're more integrated than I am, to be honest. So <laughs> um, I, I think that's one of the things that made me very conscious at a very young, uh, young age. And then I went to study and then happened uh, 9-11. So um, oh, I'm almost 40 years, so that's uh, quite a while ago, of course. But 9-11 was for me the trigger point, like, okay, now, I, I mean, I was really seriously uh, thinking that the Third World War would would uh, would uh, come, uh, how do you say, uh, uh, break out? Break out, yeah. Um, there was a huge movement against, like, war in, that, was that Iraq then, back then? Yes, Yeah, exactly, well, first right? Afghanistan, Afghanistan, and then later yeah. on, indeed, mm-hmm. Iraq, and... Um, yeah, I was heavily involved in this uh, in this movement back then when I was studying in Groningen. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, that was the trigger point, and I came, I went to the university, and then there was this sign by the International Socialists: "Hey, do you want to do something about the the, the upcoming war?" So I attended a meeting of the International Socialists, and I've I've always felt anti-capitalist somewhere deep inside because I do remember then I, w- I was living in a little town in the Netherlands in in Hogeveen. And I saw the images of this, the Seattle protest against the WTO, mm-hmm. uh, and somewhere deep inside, I felt a cheer, like, "Wow, this is cool!" But it was so unreachable for me as a, you know, 17-year-old or 18-year-old to to join these type of protests. But then, um, being 2021, and then uh, seeing this this uh, meeting of the International Socialists, I went over there, and mm. then. You know, they also explained to me what what war has to do with capitalism, and it all made sense. So that's so why there's my always like this that, breaking yeah. point for people to like. It starts with one small thing about very specific for like as you said, someone can experience sexual harassment. Other people are dealing with 
um, economical issues, like mm -hmm. especially Corona exposed like a lot of the vulnerab vulnerabilities these mm -hmm. days. Um, my question to both of you, um, maybe more to you, Janneke, but also I want to hear European Elinais. Well, yours, of course, too, <laughs> Anastasia, sorry, <laughs> I didn't forget you are there. Um, do you think there's like a surge in, uh, well, at least wannabe activists or like more active people nowadays compared to like past years or? Um, yeah, I think that if you're looking at the United States, um, movements have been tapping into each other, so mm. to say. And um, like I mixing. Mean, yeah, they're mixing indeed. And people, you know, there's a, a raise of consciousness and the election of uh, Trump doesn't help. No, or it does not. help maybe in the other way around or so. A common enemy. Uh, of people. Yeah, but I think that um, also with the climate crisis going on, people have low hopes of the future, right? Mm -hmm. And if you were born in the 70s and you would have uh, a college degree or a university degree, your future was bright. And there was a, a generation upon generation getting better education, better uh, prospects of life. Employment. But nowadays, if you got a college degree, there's maybe a call center, or I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. you, and you don't get a fixed job once, uh, just like that. So uh, the prospects in life have really, really lowered. And this all, I mean, it has to do with neoliberalism uh, that uh, mm. we experienced over the last 40 years. And um, indeed, you, uh, somebody already mentioned it, says some people get extremely rich, but most of us don't. So I yeah, think rich there's- Rich getting richer, poor are getting poorer. That's yeah, so, and there's this experience of uh, the women's marches, there's this experience of the migrant uh, movement, uh, you know, what happened in the border in, uh, in Mexico and all that. Mm -hmm. So it, I think it taps into each other and uh, this is what we're seeing, witnessing on the streets of, of the United States and to a, some extent also in, in other parts of, of the world, I mm -hmm. think. And yeah. switching from the United States, um, Elinice, since you are working with Amnesty to some extent, did you guys see like a surge in people who want to join you or um, besides the protest, I mean, people who actually like said, hey, I want to join your organization now or... I'm not sure, but I, I don't think so. Mm. I think there might have been a decrease in Amnesty members this year, actually. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate yeah. time to actually lose. Well, we didn't lose the organization yet, but... I mean, there's also a lot of new initiatives popping up. Like, yeah, Climate Action Network yeah. is getting really, really big. I know a lot of people are becoming much more active with those things, too. Um, and maybe because Ames has been such a such a presence here for so long, like these new initiatives are coming, and hey, we need support. Please mm. spend your time here. Like not to like not at all. I don't think it's a um, to negate Ames's efforts. Um, no, no, but no, I think I think the, the 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 interest of the like the incoming demographic of students right now mm -hmm. um, is is really preoccupied with how um, Climate Action Network is uh, presenting mm -hmm. themselves in mm -hmm. the city. Helena, you want to add something? Yeah, I wanted to say maybe also another aspect uh, for people uh, maybe choosing one movement compared to another is the, the approach that uh, the movements have. Uh, let's say, uh, let's take Extinction Rebellion as a movement is very uh, action focused, like act now and disrupt everything. And I feel like this kind of movement, uh, well, that's my personal opinion, uh, may bring more uh, changes than just, uh, let's say, the more diplomatic uh, movements such as, as Amnesty, perhaps. That could be the case. We're actually going to talk about like how effective different actions are in the next block. So, like, is the protest the only way, or is there, are there better ways to achieve like different purposes? Um, before that happens, let's jump to the song, which is going to be. Let me have a look. Oh, this is this is embarrassing. Brothers and sisters. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. Hey. Bogmaster Incorporated. Amazing song as well. Have a listen, guys, and we'll be back with you in a second.
Hello again, this is Rafa speaking, 107.5 FM, RTV Maastricht, SRM on air. We are talking about activism with Janneke, Elinais and Anastasia and Helena as well. Hello. Um, so we touched upon your personal motivations, our motivations or like the general motivations for people to actually become proactive or like become an activist. Uh, just during the song, like Helena had a fair point. She wanted to talk about um, yeah the support for activists like how how easy it is to for them for many of them to burn out and how important is it to actually have activists in the first place like the world without them would be a terrible one um, I think so at least Janneke any nice help me out Anastasia I mean if 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 I may I think that when you when you think of activism and burning out you think of like a fiery passionate college student who's who's very personally invested in a project and in a movement and like there's always a lot of anger and alienation that you associate with these with these really impactful and emotive and like visceral um actions that happen sometimes and of course these movements are here because there's a very serious injustice happening that personally affects someone to motivate them enough to take time out of their day to um do work without pay so i i i think I forget what I was coming to, but I think that it's it's really difficult for me personally as someone who's not doing, um, being an activist, um, to see that. I think it's really hard to see for people I know do that, um, and it's really hard for me to know how to support in that way because, again, these are really personal things people are doing for themselves and others. Um, thoughts, I guess? I think, I think it's okay to burn out. Yeah. I think it's okay to just feel done with it. I think it's okay to like take some time to like get your energy again because it it, it is really like physically exhausting yeah. sometimes. So, I don't know. I think yeah, I think it's okay to burn out. Yeah, like um is there like support groups for activists do do people support each other or they there are indeed and um if just to zoom out a little bit mm-hmm. um i think it's very important to 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 bring stuff into perspective and to also learn on why you're doing a protest and what type of protest protest uh work and in the end it all boils down to if you're organized or not mm-hmm. i mean the reason uh, that i can keep go uh, keep going is because i'm a member of a revolutionary party and it 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 keeps feeding me with ideas and support and and, and all that i mean uh, i think you mentioned occupy wall street earlier on i did uh, 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 in a very um, cool movement that you had 10 years ago but the reason why it faded out is because there was no organization behind mm-hmm. it the ba- basically also rejected organization um so you know it's just once in a while that you see a movement burst out like we're w- witnessing nowadays and this is really wh- what I'm living for and I'm very grateful that my schedule at school is very uh I mean I don't have to teach so much this week so I can dedicate a lot of time to to messages on the, on in the WhatsApp groups and mm-hmm. etc um but this is really what I, what I, as an activist, am living for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, um, to to keep it more on a practical level, um, there's a reason why I, I brought in the idea of setting demands. Um, it, we were already working on the uh, the, Uni- the um, I would say United Nations, what is it called University of Maastricht, University of Maastricht. <laughs> uh, to speak out against what the Piet. Uh, we we started with this. Uh, idea in uh, in September and we did a petition which was signed like with with 1300 people which was uh, overwhelming uh, overwhelming amount of people um but there but were petitions happening for years already no I yeah think. Was that yeah i remember it i looked it up one. and it dates back to like 2017 that people just want like master university to speak up about the issue hmm. Yeah, but we we started organizing behind it as well, and and uh, we had meetings with uh, the the what's her name uh, Letcher or so. Yeah. Um, so oh, we, we, we the, yeah we did yeah. push for for the petition uh, every single time with the, that there was an opening, and you know so at the one one point we got on a on a dead end road, but then you know with this new movement coming up. Um, I asked uh, the new uh, new activists, "Hey, what do you think about this demand?" And they were all up for it. And we have some uh, some other demands that will take a longer time period of time to to accomplish. And we have to really, you know, be very um, cautious and uh, conscious as well. My I question. mean, bring it back into perspective, indeed. Um, 
So this won't take like three days to <laughs> accomplish the other demands that we're raising. But raising the demands makes it uh, more tangible, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a stepping stone for for a next uh, next. Uh, so move. my yeah. question about these movements, like um, because we talked about protests, what not, what other active actions, proactive actions can we take? except for like protesting as people are protests the most effective thing like for you guys it worked out because this far to be finally the yeah. university must acknowledge it were, were you doing other happenings as well or but i just want to say on that like even mm. if we didn't like it's so great that we did get like a tangible result but even though we didn't i think the protest is such a great way for black people like to just like like speak out and it's just so good for them to have a voice and release this emotion like it's almost therapeutic and like even if we didn't get like something like an action like achieved i think it's it was still a success because like loads of people came and loads of people learned about like the, like the pain the that yeah the struggle and people spoke about the struggle so sorry. oh no no sorry 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 like don't don't mind me helena would you like to add something to it? Um, no, I take no. Okay, um, Janneke, what other experience do you have except for protesting? Um, in regards to political actions, making demands. Uh, what, well, do you, what do you find most effective? Or is it like it really depends on like case to case basis? No, I think it, it you know, um, I'm trying to fight a system. I'm trying to fight capitalism and trying to overthrow it. And I can't do it on my own. <laughs> uh, so I think a protest is a first step. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it works better if more people attend. If you look back at the uh, Iraq war and the protests we did against the Iraq war, um, if you draw conclusions, we didn't stop the war, let's be honest. No. Uh, I mean, we were aiming at stopping the war, of course, it was the whole slogan that we raised as a, as a movement, but we did make it, you know, so many people are now, if you ask, if you go into a bar, ra ra random bar, and you would ask why, why did the Iraq war happen, everybody says it's because of the oil. It's not because of Saddam Hussein or, you know, the mass, what was it, the weapons of mass destruction yeah, and yeah, all the lies that, that they, they started yeah. off with, you know. So um, this was what the protest did uh, for the, for the uh, you know, to, to make people more conscious about the Iraq war. But we need, need to take it on such a higher level. And uh, I think that striking, as uh, people in working places, should start striking to, to stop the system because they have the power to do so. Mm -hmm. And I can sp explain this... Um, in the next exactly, block. Exactly, I saw your gonna, hand raising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the hand raiser. Um, we are going to jump to the song. It's You pronounce it because <laughs> I'm not going to dare. We're going to listen to O Caminho do Bem by Tim uh, Maia. I couldn't pronounce it, so let's have a listen. O caminho do bem O caminho do bem Já iniciou Está acontecendo Fase racional
modesta e fecunda, amor de um doce paraíso, reino prepotencial racional, aonde brilha sempre o bem e não o mal. That was O Caminho do Bem by Tim Maia. It means the path of goodness. It's coming. Let's hope that goodness is going to come. Usually it doesn't come on its own. That's why we need to keep protesting, striking. That's something Yuri Aneke mentioned um, in regards to protests not having just the, not just being the show of force, but also a way of people, for people to understand like the maybe the deeper like underlying issues or like the reasons for it happening, right? So, you wanted to continue talking about protest, protesting actions? Oh, yeah. So, uh, I was mentioning that uh, protests, to my view, are like the first stepping stone, the first um, you know, way to get active. Mm -hmm. um, how, the bigger the protest, the better, of course. Um, but if, I mean, if you're talking about uh, the capitalist system to, to, to tear it down, to bring it down, we need so much more. And... Um, I, in the speech that I made at the Black Lives Matter uh, action, I'm not really sure if everybody could hear this because of this, the, the system that broke down, but I was referring to the bus drivers that refused to bring the protesters in Minneapolis to jail mm -hmm. uh, and the teachers in New York who started to demand that the police uh, is being kicked out of their, um, of their school. Or, you know, yesterday, dock workers in the United States uh, stroke, stroke, strike? Striked. Striked for, for nine minutes because yesterday uh, George Floyd was buried, of course, and so they, 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 were, they, they stopped their work for, for nine minutes. This is when you see where, where the real power lies. And mm -hmm. I think this, then it's really getting interesting if, if these people get involved in the working places, that, that they, they, you know, they really have the, the, the possibility of, of changing uh, society. And uh, it's, I think it's the next step. It's the next qualitative step. Uh, something that also for the, cri the, the climate movement is a very important issue to, to talk about more in depth. Um, but it's not something that you can accomplish like uh, overnight or so. It really depends on if people are, are organized on the working place itself. So, Yeah, I was thinking uh, about um, wouldn't it be great if uh, a lot of police officers would, res would resign in protest for uh, police brutality? Wouldn't that bring a lot of change? That would be really a dream, but um, instead, what we do see from uh, the police side is that uh, they resign in protest when other police police officers are uh, suspended because of police brutality. Like it happened uh, last weekend in, in the U.S., where this uh, elderly man was uh, uh, shoved to the ground, and then the whole squad uh, resigned in uh, in protest in solidarity with the two officers that were suspended uh, after that so yeah sometimes uh, the people who could have the power to uh, really change and uh, with strikes and with the resignations they're not as involved in the in the problem or like in solving the problem let's say would do i don't know that's just something i wanted to put out there <laughs> Yeah, I could comment on it, but I'm talking a lot, so I would like, you know, I could... Ellie Nice, do you have something to add? Um, yeah, but I think it kind of deviates from what we're talking about. That doesn't, that doesn't matter, like, we're on the live oh. talk radio, but oh, if it does... Okay, I was just going to say, yeah, like, it would be great if, like you said, like, a bunch of police officers just quit because they don't want to, they don't want to be part of this racist system anymore, but... It's it's not the case, and it's a shame. And the 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 phrase that not all cops are bad is really popular. But if all cops participate in the system, then if they agree with it, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. No, like that. That's that's entirely true. Like what I what I wanted to say is, uh, 
when when it comes to like to pro to protesting things like this, we are constantly talking with activists, and whenever I hear the word activist, most of the time what comes to my mind is left side, but there's also like right wing activists, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. That's true. Like it's like I just, I just realized that like whenever I hear activists, it's I'm constantly thinking of like the protests, like like Smother, Amnesty as well, like us standing socialists. You know, I consider myself a socialist as well. Maybe I should join your organization too. Very well, um, <laughs> Anastasia. Some points to what? I mean, some points, of course, like, no matter where you are on the socio-political spectrum, you're going to have um, topics that hit to you personally. So if, if I'm theoretically um, Caitlin Bennett and I mm. really value um, the Second Amendment, um, I'm going to feel it is in my my uh, ability to establish that this is what I believe in and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring an assault rival to Kent State University. Mm. Like, that, that activism... It, it still comes from a place of, of, of personal injustice, whether how misplaced that might be from a rational position. Um, and, I, and I think it speaks to the fact that you can't separate emotionality from activism. You can't separate um, personal uh, feelings from actually participating in something bigger than yourself, mm -hmm. because a lot of it is empathy. Um, and then when, like Ellie and I just mentioned, the whole like not all cops thing, um, not all men thing, um, it also it comes from a very defensive place, saying if I am a member of this system that is structurally uh, capable of harming others, that's a really scary place for me to be in, and it's going to be much easier for me to say, I'm not that person, I'm removed from it, no matter how close you are to the actual injustice that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, so like, these things are... These are things we hold really personal and really close to ourselves, and having the ability to take a step back and to analyze the system stop and to being analyze, about to your stop own being defensive, as well. to really find where we position ourselves mm -hmm. in the place we live, around the people who um, are around us. That is a really big step and a really powerful step. Mm -hmm. And until you get there, nothing's going to happen. Because that actually brings me back to the Black Lives Matter protests, like talking about people who are like, okay, I'm not racist, you know? I'm not racist because, but like, I also don't take a step against it. Like, I realized I wasn't doing it. Like, for me, that was quite mindful experience because I had to reflect back on all of my behaviors. And like, I'm definitely not a holy man. I realized that. Do I want to change? Yes. But like, first of all, is the first part is yeah, getting rid of being defensive about your own exactly. approach, right? Yeah. Very mindful, very thoughtful. Um, we'll be jumping to a song soon. Does anyone have any final thoughts on? Yeah, I, well, I'm, I wanted to say something about uh, activism on the extreme right because mm -hmm. I think um, there, of course, there are reasons for people on the right as well to get active, of course. But mm -hmm. uh, let's be honest, what they envision is not freedom for all right they they want freedom for only white people or only men or whatever and i think uh, that's kind of dangerous if you um look at history you have too many examples of, of what it could could lead to so um if you look at dutch society i think this these type of ideas are quite predominant and it's easier to join a forum for democracy or maybe even grassroots or uh, extreme right uh, organizations than organizations on the left so to say because the left is not leading the struggle in this in this country mm -hmm. we have a very hard time uh, in this uh, in this country with developing um uh, you, you know mean in a, a, netherlands a, or in, in the netherlands mm -hmm. indeed and um, i'm very lucky to be in maastricht because i think we do have a kind of a you know left-wing culture here uh, and we could take take steps towards you know um, becoming involved with trade unions and, and uh, the bigger NGOs and I mm -hmm. think with the climate movement we are doing uh, in the climate uh, coalition that we are having we have made these small steps already um, but I would like to say that mm -hmm. like I maybe it's just a bit of a snarky remark from my side and not to you but more to like the activists around um, don't you think that a lot of people are actually just joining and then like as I said it's just like yeah go to the protest post a picture and like that's that is it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do oh, I have to... Re sorry. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe I even, like, lost my train of thought there. Um, we are actually going to get back to that. Let's have a refreshment with a song. And after that, 
I will hopefully get my mind back on track. <laughs> and the song is going to be a Dutch one. Janneke, would you like to announce it? Yeah, it's exactly uh, uh, what uh, w is one of the, uh, the, 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 the red lines. So, uh, need red lines. Um, I don't know the word in English right now. Um, Ilo Rojo. <laughs> Ilo Rojo. The, oh, like, like red tape? No, oh, the sorry. Red tape. no, no, no. I, I don't know the word in English for the moment. Sorry. Um, we're live. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, that the, 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 the struggle and the fight can be a very long, long way, and so you need a deep breath and, um, you know, don't get burned out and, uh, you know, get stuff in perspective. The Lange Weg. The Lange Weg. So yeah. that is the song. Let's listen to it before I burned out here with my first live show in ages. FM, RTV Maastricht, with SRM on air, with me in the studio still Janneke, still Ellie Nice and Anastasia and Helena. I'm surrounded by amazing women. Woo! Whoa. Um, so let's wrap our discussion. Like, I wish we had actually more time because we had to like cut the topics and we lose them. We essentially have like half an hour to talk. Um, Janneke, Elinice, Elinice, sorry. <laughs> this does okay. po Polish pronunciation. It's by okay. Me. A lot of people call it that way. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, anything to wrap it up? Any words of wisdom? Any words of support to people? Um, I think, um, I think just educate yourself and make sure that you're aware. I think that's key and that's very essential above everything. That's it, education. Let's yeah. educate people, right? That would be like a good starter yeah. for a change. Yeah. Let's and educate yourself. Don't depend on, like, don't ask your friends that are people of color. Read a book, read articles. Stop being defensive about yourself. Exactly. And your family and your closest friends. Reevaluate yeah. it. Yeah. Great wisdom. Janneke? Uh, I think we've got so much to fight for and we've got so much to lose. We've got our whole planet to lose, uh, to be honest. Um, so yeah, educate yourself, educate yourself about what capitalism is and what ways there are to fight it and what best ways there are to fight. Um, yeah, let's leave it there. That's it for now. Anastasia? Yeah, I mean, 
the climate anxiety is really hitting me right now. Um, but if, <laughs> if, I don't know, you're someone who can organize um, or is still cautious about corona, like, have a radio show. Talk about things with people. I think the most important thing, again, to reiterate is education. Um, and the fact that you take that personal step to pursue your own personal growth. Um, that's the most important thing. So we are going back to three times the education. <laughs> uh, are you also want to talk about education, Helena? Or? Uh, no, I wanted to ask Yannicke uh, about uh, the human chain that's happening on the... The 21st, 21st of, of June. June? Yeah, this is an initiative from the uh, climate movement. Mm -hmm. And we're reaching out to other movements such as Black Lives Ma uh, Matter, uh, the queer movement and, uh, you know, uh, trade union and all that. Um, so the 21st of June, we will have a human chain across the bridges here in Maastricht. And it will be like the final action before summer kicks in, because summer is a lame moment in time, of course. But we really want to uh, also make have it like a stepping stone for September when new students will draw in in the city. Mm -hmm. Like we will remember what we did in in June, and this will be the starting point for you know activism in the later in the in the year. So 21st of June, I think best to to check out Maastricht for Climate. I'm not really sure if the uh, event is up on uh, in the air already, but probably today or tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, check uh, Maastricht for Climate for uh, further action. So with this human chain, we're going to kick off the end. Well, <laughs> not the end of capitalism, but the end of the show. So our cultural agenda for the like, upcoming week. Let's have a look what is actually there. Um, there was supposed to be Bureau Europa Expo, but it's not happening. So, well, there go my nose. They are already outdated. God damn it. Um, one important note is that our live stream is actually going to happen from 8 to 9, um, surprisingly, because of technical issues. Um, so we are not going to be seeing you guys in, or you won't be seeing us in the next five minutes, but hour and five minutes instead. We are going to expand the discussion um, with three guests, with uh, Pak Barton, Aranio Arjan, and Sean Macheza all of whom are like super involved in Maastricht or are used to be involved. So it's going to be rather interesting talk on different aspects of activism because like we actually talked about the more proactive going to the streets, strikes, but there's also so many other ways like starting a squad, for example, new cultural space, a uh, place where people can actually express themselves. There's like all awful lot of things that would help you educate. Um, I think we have our meetup event as well um, for Student Radio Maastricht on the 19th of June in Stadspark. Um, since we've got a bunch of requests from people like asking, hey, could I join? Like, how do I get involved with you guys? So we've decided to start like, uh, yeah, a meetup essentially to see our team, to see you guys, check our Facebook page. Like the event should be already up, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, right? it's on Facebook. Right. So as for the next week, there's going to be Ruby's episode talking about Utopia, something a bit different, not as much talky-talky, more like interactive, uh, fun, artsy episode and live stream. So stay tuned for that. Anything else that I missed, girls, that you would like to... Um, there is a documentary night happening oh, yeah. with um, Amnesty. Mm -hmm. And um, there it's, a, it's on the 14th and it's at 7 and it's showing the film the 13th. And mm -hmm. it's about um, the prison system in America. Oh, and I see how, the documentary, yeah. Yeah, and how it's how um, a, a large number of African-Americans are in the prison system. And no, I've seen the documentary. It is quite harrowing, actually. All of my housemates like agreed on that. All right, guys, join any of those. Um, check our Facebook page. One more thing, one last thing, Janneke. Yeah, so we have our annual, uh, annual Marxism Festival. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, Internationale Socialisten Zuid Limburg, you can see what meetings are still up. Mm -hmm. One on the police and uh, one, for example, on the climate movement and uh, how this is perceived from the global south. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me, by the way. Well, yes. So let's wrap it up. So thank you, girls. Thank you. Helena, thank you. Ellie Nice. Thank, thank you. you, Anastasia, if Thanks, I make the name right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Janneke. Thank you, RTV Maastricht and Code 043. Um, the last song for us was The Revolution Will Not Be Televised by Gilles Scott Heron. And yeah, see you guys in an hour and one minute at this point. Let's go. You will not be able to stay home, brother. 
be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox in four parts without commercial interruptions. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiro Agnew to eat hog moths confiscated from a Harlem sanctuary. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by the Shaper of War Theater and will not star Natalie Woods and Steve McQueen or Bullwinkle and Julia. The revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal. The revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie Mae pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on report from 29 District. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of pigs shooting down brothers on the instant replay. There will be no pictures of Whitney Young being run out of Harlem on the rail with a brand new process. There will be no slow motion or still life of Roy Wilkins strolling through Watts in a red, black, and green liberation jumpsuit that he has been saving for just the proper occasion. Acres, Beverly Hillbillies, and Hooterville Junction will no longer be so damn relevant, and women will not care if Dick finally got down with Jane on Search for Tomorrow, because black people will be in the street looking for a brighter day. The revolution will not be televised. There will be no highlights on the 11 o'clock news and no pictures of Harry R. Women Liberationist and Jackie Onassis blowing her nose. The theme song will not be written by Jim Webb or Francis Scott Key, nor sung by Glenn Campbell, Tom Jones, Johnny Cash, Engelbert Humperdinck, or The Rare Earth. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be right back after a message about a white tornado, white lightning, or white people. You will not have to worry about a dove in your bedroom, the tiger in your tank, or the giant in your toilet bowl. The revolution will not go better with coke. The revolution will not fight germs that may cause bad breath. The revolution will put you in the driver's seat. The revolution will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised, will not be televised. The revolution will be no rerun, brothers. The revolution will be live.